Welcome to another episode of Mundelein Minute. My name is Eric Schwenk. I'm a trustee in the village of Mundelein. Trustee Schwenk. Trustee Schwenk. That seems so weird still. Three years in. Go on. Who are you? I'm Kara. I'm also a trustee in the village of Mundelein. And uh, before we get started, I'm going to get out the whole disclaimer thing now that this is my house and cameras and microphone and lights and all of that nonsense. There's a cat somewhere. There's cats around. There's kids upstairs. There's kids in a room behind us playing Legos. Um... There's, the wife's upstairs. Yeah, the wife's upstairs. <laughs> There's a lot going on on this Wednesday morning. And, sorry um, we're late recording this. Yeah, and I'm sorry we missed the last one. It was completely me and my my crazy schedule. Not my fault. Yeah. Okay. Let's, Absolutely. Let's get started. Um, so in this episode, <laughs> we're going to talk about two things. One, there was a committee of the whole meeting Oh yeah. Um, where we talked or heard a presentation and talked about our marketing campaign. Um, with A5, mm -hmm. and then the village board meeting. Which is quickie. It was very fast. It was very fast. So the committee of the whole meeting, it was a, a presentation. We Let's see, we launched into this in late 2020. Mm -hmm. It was born out of COVID. Born out of COVID. We yeah. interviewed some companies. And you, uh, and, Kirst, you and Trustee Russell were the, yep. the peeps for this, right? Yep. Yeah, All we right. kind of spearheaded this on the, I'll on the drink, board end. I'll just drink my water. And you drink you your water. <laughs> Okay. This is your so, deal. It, yeah, it, it was, you know, in 2020. And so we're a year and a half in. We've been through a couple different iterations of the campaign, um, somewhat iterations of it, I should say. It's always been made in Mundelein, made for you, and, and progressed that way. Um, but we've seen some good numbers. We've seen some good responses from the community, from businesses. And now that COVID... Is winding please, down. Don't say it was over. Please winding down. Um, <laughs> Knock on all the wood. The company, A5, um, came to us and said there's an opportunity for growing that outside of Mundelein more mm -hmm. and attracting businesses, attracting more um, people to come to Mundelein and spend money. And there's also, um, you know, our own people right here. But also, I think it also goes to, it may have potential effect on attracting businesses. Yeah. Because if, if they see as Mundelein being somewhere that puts time and effort into mm -hmm. um, growing their businesses, it it's attractive for a potential business owner. Absolutely, it is. So. Yeah. But they, they talked about um, some potentials that we could do for the next year. Um, they talked about budget numbers. Budget numbers. And... So the low end was eighty five thousand. We'd budgeted a hundred thousand initially, and the middle range was one hundred and thirty eight. And I forget what the high end 178 was one seventy eight or something. But not a single trustee wanted to go that high. No, no. And <laughs> so, I'm a marketer. Like my background's in marketing, and I was still like, eh, yeah, eh. right. So we kind of set somewhere in the middle between the mm -hmm. the low and the mid mid ground there. Um, and but there were no, some programs that we thought were beneficial versus other things, which I think that you and Kirsten will probably take the lead again on deciding. Or, or even staff of yeah. like what, how that's going to look. Yeah. And, you know, we gave the direction and, and as we do set that policy in the budget and, and yeah. move forward from there. So hopefully, um, you know, we'll see a contract here in the next couple of weeks and set that in motion for this next year to see mm -hmm. some more growth of that campaign and growth yeah. within Mundelein. Yep. Okay. So that was our, that was your committee. That all. was the committee of the whole meeting. So now on to the village board meeting and uh, we did the, the normal call to order. 
attendance, Pledge of Allegiance. There was three different uh, meeting minutes for Committee of the Whole, a public hearing, and the Board of Trustees meeting. Went through all those. Public commentary, there was two. Mm -hmm. There was a resident who lives on Archer. Archer, and we were hearing from, um, not really hearing, but having a, a motion for consideration about the Archer Business Center and the New property management, management and possible sale. That was all included in there, although mm -hmm. it's not for sale today, No, but it was just part of that, that agreement with CBRE. Yes. So she spoke to that as, you know, Concerned resident wanted concerned to make resident. sure that we yeah. were aware of the, that it is a residential area and, you know, the management company was aware of that. And we do own that property and the management company would have to run any use through us and that kind of thing. So. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah, she, she just asked us to remember the residents. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the second was Tom, we met, came back to speak to us about. Um, for the third time in three weeks. To the third time in three meetings, yeah. Yep. About um, his vision for downtown is different than than that of the board. And and passports. And of experts and of all of our consultants, of the books that of I've any read. books that you read on urban planning. Right. You know. Um, I you spoke up last meeting regarding it and then I spoke up this meeting about it just because <sighs> sigh that's a big sigh sorry um he brought up some examples that i was like this these examples highlight your antiquated thought process here um he brought up hawthorne mall which that is, was built in 1973 which is being converted to residential correct 1973 were you born no me neither yeah and he brought up <laughs> <laughs> big blink <laughs> <laughs> could you edit all this out <laughs> no. no and he brought out only you edit yourself <laughs> that's right and he also brought up car dealers which um i don't know the future of car dealers because Correct. businesses such as carvana and car vending machines and things like that i don't know that car dealerships are a sustainable plan forward so those were the two type businesses he highlighted in in vernon hills and in libertyville and those aren't the future. Um, no one is building mega malls anymore. That's, mm -hmm. that's not a thing. When's the last time you went to the mall? About a month ago. Me too. You know why I went? Because my kids needed to run around. Mine was because I was on an overnight in Minneapolis. See, like, and Mall of America was anything? across the street and I bought lunch. There you go. Yeah, so because I needed some food. Right. Really, it was out of food convenience not to go shopping for the day. Right. So the issue I take with this is that the idea of these type of businesses is antiquated and we need to be forward thinking. And we know that from other areas of the country that by building residential, there will be an influx of consumer good businesses that go around them. Dry right. cleaners, restaurants, coffee shops, mom and pop boutiques. Um, you lived in Texas. We talked about developments in Texas. I know this is in Texas, just making a generalization of how they work there. I have a friend that lives in a suburb of Louisville and it's definitely like a planned community. Mm -hmm. And the first things that went up were the condos. Right. And condos go up and then now there's townhouses and she lives in a single family. And now they're slowly after this broke ground, I don't know, 20 years ago, there's now businesses coming in to 
that area. So all of us also have tried, I've sat with people in the community to talk to them about visions and like how this works and how this all fits together and to answer questions. I have personally reached out to Mr. Moemet to see if he would like to sit down and talk. Village staff has as well. Other board members have as well. So we're trying to come to a solution that would, you know, like educate him and it's just not there. So it's just, yeah. Yeah. I'm also going to go out on a limb and, and say this with, with my trusty head on. I am not a fan of people telling us to be more like Vernon Hills oh, or Libertyville or any other community in, in the area. We, as a community should be looking to be our own community. And I envision Mundelein having more of arts, more of the mom paw stores and not the big box like stores. Unique, just a unique. More of a unique. Yeah, that even was something that we discussed during our strategic planning at the Doubletree. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, oh almost my gosh. two years ago now. A long time ago, yeah. A year and a half. And, you know, we, we are not the other communities and nor should we be and nor should we want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I, I understand looking to those communities, looking to that sales tax revenue of those big box stores or, you know, it what, is enticing. It what is, have you. but it's also at like, at what cost? What cost? Because the commu- those communities are paying those big box stores, tax incentives and rebates for oh my a gosh. long time coming. And, you know, we'll see in the end what that what that right. looks like, but they're also dealing with remodeling a mall, and there's a whole bunch of other growth. There. And the money that is going in mm-hmm. to redevelop that mall, holy right. guacamole! Right. So same I, with Melody Farms. You know, we've talked about Melody Farms before in the past, and the it's twenty four million dollars was what was given to Melody Farms mm-hmm. as an incentive. Right. Let's think about that twenty four million dollars. Right. So there's a lot of complexities in, in development, and um, it's not it's not just saying we want more businesses, we need more businesses, and then businesses come. There's a there's a how and a, a strategic move and on who these businesses are going to serve and who can walk to them and who can frequent them and and that kind of thing. It, it it's not so simple. So correct. correct. I will touch on one other thing and then I'll stop sure. orating. Sorry. Okay. He brought up um, the schools in Mundelein mm-hmm. and how the schools can't handle the influx of students that residential will bring. And I just wanted to touch on that. So when I first ran, I, this was a concern of mine, too. I have two little kids. I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. They're going to go to Mundelein schools at some point. Um, this concerns me, too, until I became more knowledgeable and saw that the village works cohesively hand-in-hand hand right. with each school district on every development and developments pay impact fees and an impact fee is just what it sounds like. How much will these school, will these developments impact a school? Um, I think trustee Wilson uh, touched on this, that Cardinal square buildings, there's three students in that, that entire complex. Right. And this type of development that we're looking to do downtown is not going to have three kids per unit. They are young couples starting out without kids, Maybe they're older people that are retiring that don't need, that are downsizing. I mean, these are people that are either empty nesters or starting out. They're not they're not us with our families. Correct. Okay. Correct. End rant. I'm end done. rant. That was the end of public commentary. <laughs> and Kara's commentary. And Kara's commentary. <laughs> so next Sorry. was uh, presentations and awards, and we had a very brief 
uh, presentation for the National Pollutant Discharge Elimination System presentation. How bummed are you? I was extremely <laughs> disappointed that the, um, the 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 gentleman that was going to do the presentation was sick and unable to make it. So we had a very, very shortened version of, of what very was supposed to come to us for the National Pollutant Discharge Elimination System presentation. You're just like saying that whole I word. do. I feel like I it wish needs an it, acronym. It does need an acronym. But how great was it to see Adam's face when you said that? <laughs> it was pretty pretty awesome. Oh. Yeah. Um, so moving on from the National Pollutant Discharge Elimination <laughs> System presentation was public hearings and there were none. On oh. to the mayor's report we had I the, think I'm off camera, by the way. I think you keep sliding it, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, there's my water bottle. <laughs> Eric's got pizza socks on. I do have pizza socks on. Okay. Okay. Uh, so the Committee of the Whole. We will have a Committee of the Whole on the 14th. Is that next week? That's next That's board meeting. That's the next board meeting, yeah. What is with all these Committee of the Holes, man? This is a this is a Committee of the Whole for Committee presentations. This, this is, is a committee needed. committee. This is Yes, needed. and this I think this is was... This is a result of our feedback. Our feedback yes. born out of the statue discussion. Correct. This will be good. the board... Needing needs to know updates. what you're working on. That's yeah. right. Uh, next, we appointed trustees Cabachuela and Ross to the Butterfield Road Project Negotiation Team. And then, let's see, we did some easement agreements down at Diamond Lake. Um, for this is the Shoreline Stabilization Project, and the goal we've is been, to... We've been talking about this for three years now. Yep. This is another one of mine. Protecting our investment yes. of the land that we own, and Cut now... Thieves. Finally coming to fruition. But this just goes to show you how slow these things happen. And yes. like it's not it's not because Mundelein's the worst and they do things slow, but they need to get approved in meetings and we need to take it out for bid and it, there's a process that needs to be followed. And yeah, I, I think you and I talked about this like right when we got elected three years ago mm -hmm. and now it's finally happening. So Right. So what we're doing here is Extending some of the store shoreline stabilization. Shore. You got man, I got the other about the discharge, discharge stuff, stuff pretty well, but shoreline stabilization. We're extending it in front of the in front of Bill's Pizza, or rather right. behind Bill's Pizza right. along the shoreline right. there. So it's a cohesive look along that. Also, that so shoreline. it protects fully. Correct. Right? So it yeah, you're you're easing erosion fears, and you're, it's going to help flooding and things like that. So yep, yeah, it does make sense to continue it down there. It does. Yeah. Um, and then the next two were items regarding um, CBRE listing the, the Archer Business Center for um, for leasing. We also agreed to it for sale, but there isn't a plan There's to list it for sale for today. Sale, but yeah. that's part of that agreement. If it ever were. And then we that. also. Um, and this is just a switch in management company. Yeah, basically. we're a switching management company. Yeah. So there was a management agreement there. Um, trustee reports. Let's see. Under community and economic development. We had an ordinance for rear yard setback variations for, for some homes being built on Shady Lane and Pleasure Drive. So yeah. it's kind of an interesting how they're getting rid of one home and building three right. out of but it, the land. Yeah, yeah, but it was like setback weird and the house was placed like kind of in the middle of the The property. house was placed, like it, but it was allowed because all of the properties were owned by one, one person, yeah. owner. But now if they're going to build other homes on there, then they have to re-subdivide it and yeah. it's just kind of a... It's a step. But what this will do, though, is you have a house that's in kind of like disrepair down yeah. there, and this will. Now they're gonna have three new homes. Right. Yeah. Make it nicer. Right, and it'll it'll be nicer homes and kind of fit the look of the neighborhood right. better. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, we had two SB Friedman proposals that we approved, and these are having our, our, what am I looking for? I don't know where you're going. <laughs> our on. consultant. There you go. Thank you. I don't know what word you were looking for. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The, the consultant for some of the um, TIF agreements TIF and agreements, financial yeah, assistance. Financial yeah. And yeah. So this is having that company look over some of the proposals and these costs are reimbursed by the developer. They yes. already have been. And this is an this you have to do this. Like you have to have a third party. Correct? Yes. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, next was public works committee and there was nothing there. Uh, finance committee was next and we Now's your time to orate. <laughs> we it. presented the nine month financial report and revenues are trending far better than um, than expected and expenses are as expected. So we are looking to end the fiscal year, um, not only with a surplus, but more of a surplus than we budgeted for, which is awesome. This will be our second year in a row. Mm -hmm. And that money goes into reserves. As we're looking now, we should have our reserves back to 42% by the end right. of the year, um, which was down to 35% of the operating budget. And we're, we're, our goal is 50%. Um, and we also enacted the utility tax, which we talked about in the past. And that utility tax hasn't started yet. That yeah. starts, well, it starts this year. Started in January. Right. But, but we haven't seen that money going into the reserves yet. I doubt. No. Um, no. So we should see that increase even more in the coming months and then the next fiscal year for sure. Yeah. So we're getting to that goal. And setting, then up, setting up for success. Correct. Right. And then, you know, all, once we hit that 50%, all of the money from the utility tax goes to the road and bridge fund. Right. Which is much needed. Much needed. Yeah. Um, and underfunded. Underfunded for sure. Yes. Next was the governing body bill approval. And we actually took a moment to note <laughs> that this is the lowest amount yeah. that we think we'd have ever seen mm -hmm. at $224,789.19. So that was two weeks worth of expenses at um, 224000 which is I don't know what went low. on, but it's really low. Yeah. So it's the end of the fiscal year. It is. Yeah. We'll... We'll definitely be increasing that come May, I can tell you, right. because contracts get the renewed. contracts get renewed. Yep. So nothing under public safety, building committee, transport. Oh, yeah, you had the go. You public safety go. Hey, sorry. Don't forget about the boy. Like I for well, there's nothing listed, and I didn't have my one that um, I wrote my notes on. Coffee with a cop. Was coffee with the, a cop. Uh, they had their first one last Friday. They're yep. hiring your son. Theo is now going to be. <laughs> so Theo, so um, uh, deputy chief. Uh, Celie asked my son what he wanted to be when he grew up, and Theo said an astronaut, but also a police officer. And I was like, okay, random. So now he's going with the astronaut police officer. So when Mundelein needs a space force, oh. there's our first hire. It's fine. Anyways, yeah. Coffee with a Cop was really, really well attended. Um, I think it served the purpose that it was intended to, just being out in the community. Um, this was the highlight of my week. Frank Thomas walked in. Yes. Do you know who Frank Thomas is? No. Are you kidding me? I just said yes just to make it blow for you to... I quit. Yeah. How did... Neither did Trusty Cabachuela. What is wrong with you people? Sorry. I'm not even a Sox fan and I know who that is. Russ, this is why we got married, right? Frank Thomas. The Big Hurt? No? Nothing. Mm, not Holy guacamole. Anyways. He lives in Ivanhoe. Oh. You're not excited. Okay. That's all I've got. Oh, God. I don't have my note, but do you remember when the next coffee with a cop is? The 18th. 
the 18th at like seven to nine in the morning at Mundelein McDonald's yes, on Lake Street. Yep. Yeah. I'm 45. Sorry, I'm joking. That's on okay. My, don't, don't die. Because I'm of, so ashamed that you don't know who Frank Thomas is. Can we just have people who eat, who watch this and you know who Frank Thomas is? Please email us. There's our email. Can you put it in? <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> so next, there was nothing for this building committee, transportation or infrastructure, no other reports. Under Omnibus, we passed a variation for Bark University, which we've talked about, mm -hmm. and also um, the cycling race agreement for this year's uh, Mundelein Cycling Grand Prix which is July 25th. 5th, yeah. Yeah. So, so I know. That was like literally the funnest day of summer. Most I'm, fun. I'm glad we're. Funnest. I don't know. Yep. Best. Mm -hmm. So fun. <laughs> I'm glad we're doing this again. Me too. Um, and that was it. There was no other reports, no executive session. Home by we 740. Were, we were done pretty quick. So. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see you in two weeks. Two weeks. Yep. And that's all we got. That's all we got. Have a great day. See you later. We'll see you soon. Bye.